Welcome, friends. Today, I've got with me Kylan and Michelle, the founders of Lightbody Nutraceuticals, designed for digital wellness and a part of one of my favorite companies, Defender Shield. Electromagnetic exposure is a pervasive epigenetic variable that still too few are aware of on a day-to-day -day basis, and it's significantly influencing the health trajectory of everyone, both young and old. Kylan and Michelle, both a COO and VP at Defender Shield, are here to help us understand how we can optimize our digital wellness hygiene. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thanks for having us. We're really excited to talk to you more about digital wellness and digital degeneration. Congratulations on the launch. I'm so pumped. Uh, not this past one, but the year before I was at Upgrade and I got to talk to Dan so much about, uh, you know, Lightbody when it was just getting ready. And here it is. Finally, I've already suggested you to all of my clients. We're taking it at home. So I'm really excited to talk about something that is seemingly invisible and a little bit elusive to people mm -hmm. and make it a more tangible subject because that thing that seems to be so elusive is manifesting in our physical bodies. And that's what I really want to talk about today. And you can paint the picture around what and why digital wellness is so important. Um, so I know that you're new to my podcast, but everybody listening is always excited to hear what each guest Ikigai is. So can you both share what it is about who you are and how you came to do what you're doing? Yes. So thank you so much, Christine, for having us on. And we're very excited, as Michelle said, to talk about the topic of digital wellness. And for me, I have always been in the health and wellness space from a young age. I was a collegiate athlete and I have my yoga teacher certification as well. And I've always just been very passionate about healthy lifestyle. And so when I got the opportunity to join Defender Shield, the world leading um, EMF radiation protection company, um, I was there with just the two founders, Dan and Ryan Devon, and we built the company over the past five years from just three to um, exponentially more employees. And from there, we knew that we needed to create a solution to help people's bodies in this world filled with toxins. We're exposed to over thousands of toxins every single day. And one of those that isn't talked about much is EMF radiation, digital signals. So all of the signals going in between the communication between your cell phone and your tablet and your Wi-Fi and 5G. So this is something that we really focused on with our, our new endeavor, which is Lightbody. Uh, so we took what we've learned along the way with our science and medical community that we're a part of and all of the research and clinics that we work with to learn enough to know how we can create formulations to target imbalances in the body and, and hope to um, help the, the body become more resilient in this current modern digital age filled with toxins. And so I'm very passionate about what we do. And I also have kids. And I know for you, you uh, in your epidemiology practice, kids are a focus. And so for me as well, I just want to spread as much awareness about this as possible to parents so that they can share it with the next generation who's growing up in inundated with 
the technology more than any of us ever were before. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. How about what you? She said. What <laughs> she said. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, for me, my purpose uh, really came from, I had a journalistic background all through middle school, high school, college, and I also had a health and wellness education and passion. I played college volleyball and just kind of, this was the perfect place to kind of merge both of my passions together. And, um, you know, with, with my journalism background, I really like disseminating information for people in an easy to understand way and giving them things that they didn't really know about before and, you know, helpful information that, you know, they need to have really to make good decisions. And so when I came across Defender Shield, um, it was, I was heading the marketing department and it was kind of, you know, telling people about something that a lot of people have literally no idea about and it could be affecting such a major part of their lives. And so I was really passionate about, you know, the wellness component and then also just trying to, trying to inform as many people as I could. And um, with Lightbody, I'm equally as excited to just get to promote digital wellness more and try to help people become more mindful of just how much they're using technology and how necessary it is to have a healthy relationship with technology. So that's that's my purpose. I love it. I, well, want, to, I want to just talk a little bit about when Michelle was interviewing with us. So again, it was just the three the three of us uh, at Defender Shield, um, Dan and Ryan, Devon and myself. And about six months after I joined, we started looking, we knew marketing, uh, digital marketing was as an e-commerce business, super important. So we came across Michelle and she was uh, looking for her first job out of college. And we did a video interview. Because and I she had was, the laptop on my lap for the interview. <laughs> of course you like, did. I'll never forgive myself. <laughs> she was uh, still in North Carolina in college and we were down in Florida. So um, at the end of her interview, she said with confidence, and this is why you should give me the job. And I just loved that so much. And we gave we we gave her the opportunity and she came and she completely was able to, we had done so much work up to that point um, with education because of course, um, along with everything that we did with Defender Shield, it was, it required a lot of education in the public and it's still a, a largely untalked about topic, the EMF radiation that we, we block. So she was able to take what we've done and really give a new, uh, very easy to understand and approachable um, feel to our brand. So we, we've evolved a lot along the way with definitely Michelle's leading the charge of um, just making the brand as approachable as possible. Educating is always our focus. And uh, so that has definitely helped us get where we are today. And, and so we're able to branch off. And now Michelle and I are, are have founded Lightbody. So that's how we got to where we are today. That's so cool. Okay. The two of you really embody the concept of Ikigai. It's so obvious that this is just a natural extension of who you are. I love that. 
Thanks for sharing that extra part. That's awesome. And thank you for, you know, doing so much work related to kids. All of my kid clients have all the products. They love the little blue headphones. And funny enough, actually, that's the set that I wear because the adult ones are too big for me. (laughs) I love the kids. I have a small head. (laughs) Yeah, those ones. We have a lot of we have a lot of people who love and enjoy those. Nice. Well, let's let's just dive into what digital wellness is and why we need to, you know, bring awareness to it in today's world in terms of building our cellular defenses. Actually, w- tell everybody what digital wellness is not. We were joking before we started recording. You know, what were you saying yeah. that some people think that it is? <laughs> digital wellness is not an online health coaching service. That's what um, a lot of people are like, oh, that you're doing digital wellness? What like what's that? Is that online coaching? Online health coaching? No. <laughs> no. And it's wellness. also not wellness for your devices, which is another yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like how to keep your devices oh, healthy. Yeah, let's instead keep of our it body. clean. Let's go oh, making sure it's all clean. <laughs> Good to discern. Yeah. Good to discern. <laughs> digital wellness is having a healthy relationship with your technology. So it's it's something that we're arguing should be a major aspect of your overall holistic wellness. So similar to nutritional wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, social wellness, digital wellness is almost more pervasive because it is now all day, every day, we are we are interacting and consuming technology and some of it might be might be fine. It might be fine for us to consume and some of it might have those ill effects that we'll begin to feel. Um, and, you know, for many people, 20% of the world's population is estimated to have sensitivity to uh, digital devices. Um, but a lot of those people may not even know because they don't know that you can be sensitive to your devices. And so, you know, for many people, they're not connecting the dots. But even for those that aren't experiencing symptoms, your technology is affecting you. Like there are thousands of research studies showing this. And, you know, it can be the blue light giving you a headache or hurting your eyes or, you know, making it hard to fall asleep at night. Um, Blue light is definitely more talked about these days, which is great. Uh, but then there's also the EMF radiation exposure that, you know, is kind of where Kylan and I come from at Defender Shield is that's what a lot of people don't know about is the radio frequency radiation coming from all of our devices um, and all of our smart devices, especially that are everywhere. Um, and then on top of that is also just the the stimulating content on our digital devices, our social media, you know, the information at our fingertips. While it's definitely very good, it can also be causing effects on our body. It can be leading to, um, you know, tech addictions. It can be leading to social anxiety. So there's a lot of different ways that our technology does affect our body and digital wellness is just maintaining a healthy relationship and being mindful of that and trying to moderate your exposure when you can. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to just simplify it and talk about how pervasive it is 
accept that it is influencing us from head to toe and then decide, all right, well, how can I have a healthy relationship with it? What do I need to mitigate? And, you know, you know, what can I do? So I find on a daily basis when I query people, they're already not getting enough of what they need by way of minerals, vitamins, essential fats, and so on. And that's a huge part of what we're talking about today and why light body was even, uh, you know, created to begin with. I assume that your findings concur with that. Absolutely. So it's not a secret that our bodies are not getting the same nutrients from food as we were hundred years ago because of over farming, GMOs, so on and so forth. So it is, I would argue, impossible to actually get the amount of nutrients, minerals from just eating food. Even if you eat all organic, even if you eat grass-fed, I would argue that the nutrients aren't as, uh, there's not as much density in those foods these days. So that being said, there are a lot of deficiencies that occur and those can affect all types of parts of your body. They can affect the uh, mental well-being. Um, and if, if we don't supplement, then those can become chronic. So it's, it's very, I think, common knowledge now that supplements are pretty much needed um, to, to get the full range of nutrients that our bodies need. Yeah. My fiance was just telling me last night, he's like, why should I need a supplement? He's like, our, we weren't made to have supplements. Our bodies weren't, you know, like a thousand years ago, but everything was different a thousand years ago. We had so many less environmental stressors and the ones we did have were there for a while and our bodies, you know, built up, you know, Darwinism happened and the the people who were able to fight those stressors the best and deal with them the best survived. And now we're in an age where there's so many new environmental stressors out there and, you know, they're very new, 10, 20, you know, even 50 years old is still pretty new, um, just in terms of our bodies, knowing how to, how to behave and pass on genes to kids that make, you know, kids better able to handle those toxins. And so, um, I was telling him that I was like, it was like, we maybe didn't need supplements a thousand years ago and maybe, you know, in a thousand more years or, you know, a couple hundred more years, we won't need digital wellness supplements or supplements specified towards stress, you know, mental stress, things like that. Um, you know, the toxins and our, our stressors change and our bodies react and pass things down. Um, but yeah, all that to say, yes, I think we do need supplements now. Um, and it will differ for everyone, I think, but it's getting more and more difficult to ensure that we're getting everything we need from the food that we're eating. I absolutely agree. You know, having been in this thing called uh, integrative wellness and health for 20 plus years, back then when we were doing environmental toxicity testing, we were beginning to see the buildup of plasticizers and VOCs in different target tissues. And all mm -hmm. the hype then was around, um, you know, hormones and endocrine disruptors. Fast forward 
now. And, you know, the point I would make to your boyfriend and obviously everybody listening is, uh, well, were our bodies designed to inhale nail polish? <laughs> were our bodies designed yeah. to absorb the millions of nanoparticulates that when you crack open a plastic water bottle are absorbed into the body? You know, those those right there are just two things. Then we go on to talk about heavy metal exposure and so on and so forth. Um, and we're kind of at an adaptive plateau at the moment because people aren't aware of how pervasive these things are, uh, what sponges our bodies truly are, uh, and that these environmental exposures go and sit in target tissues. And so the question, of course, is how, you know, how do we mitigate that? How do we detox from it? properly well what would we do without supplementation is really we we sort of can't live without it at this point and so i look at lightbody as a smart suitable brand you've considered all those target tissues where all of the electromagnetic um and all the you know electro smog as i call it um you know does come in and where it targets soft tissues more dense tissues etc i talked to dan about this um for so so long so um, when when he was on, we discussed EMF radiation, tech addiction, and blue light. Let's take the discussion even further and consider how permeable our tissues are, what that really means, and how all of these variables can influence us immunologically. So for example, gut health. I don't think people even know that their nervous system is in their gut and their immune system is in their mm -hmm. gut. I think probiotics have brought light to the um, oh, 80% of your immune system is living in your gut. I think a lot of people have that idea. Um, but I still don't think that people understand how gut health can be so significantly disrupted by EMF overexposure. Is this why you were inspired to create a specialized probiotic specifically to address this? Yes. As a matter of fact, this was the first, well, it wasn't the first supplement we released. It was the first supplement we started working on. And the reason for that is uh, a few a few different reasons. So for the endocrine system, uh, EMFs, just like every toxin, are an endocrine disruptor. And 90% of our uh, hormones are produced in the gut and the digestive tract. So <clears throat> we knew that we needed to focus on the gut. And of course, there's the brain uh, gut connection that's very important in the body. So that is one aspect. The other aspect is we know of research that shows in the presence of radio frequency signals, um, bad bacteria and viruses grow at an even faster rate than they would normally. And so by us having devices around our bodies, the bad bacteria in our gut is growing quicker than it should. And so we really focused on that with the probiotic um, and the, the formulation was targeted specifically to come to uh, support the gut health in the ex uh, exposure to toxins like EMFs. I think it's just um, so incredible how when you're born, you're carrying the history of who came before you. And yeah. I wish your I wish your boyfriend was here for the conversation. <laughs> uh, 
to just don't worry like, she'll force him to listen i know <laughs> you just break down the layers of all right in these stages uh, you know when you're in your mother's womb it's all of your ancestors that are you know here coming to this party and so on and so forth and that's what we're starting life off with already it's mm-hmm. almost like a you know, we should hand out a handbook at the hospital, go around room to room and say, this is what's really going on. When you leave and go home, this is what you need to know. Uh, And, you know, discuss DHA supplementation in that way. Talk about the probiotic supplementation and DHA and their connections and so on and so forth. I just find it so fascinating overall. Uh, I think it's a great time to discuss, take it even further and talk about sleep patterns. So when, um, you know, obviously there's light exposure in the morning, light exposure at night. Can you go on and speak a little bit more about hormones and endocrine disruption, circadian rhythms, and how light body can help mitigate that? Yeah. So one of the light body products we have is a total eye health with blue light filtering. Um, And to just talk about blue light and even EMF, um, both can independently uh, mess up your circadian rhythm. Um, and a lot of people may just think it's the blue light. It is also EMF that, you know, even if you aren't looking at a screen, having your device right under your pillow or next to your pillow at night can, can affect what, you know, how your quality of sleep. And so we have, um, we've done a lot of research and we're able to see that uh, it actually turns blue light specifically turns off the cryptochrome protein um, in the brain that triggers melatonin release at night. And so we're not getting, we're not getting that trigger right when we should be. And so it's going to delay melatonin release and it might, um, we might not have as much melatonin being produced. Uh, so that's probably the biggest thing with blue light. Um, but then it also, is um tied to other to other hormones in the brain as well um but melatonin also has an effect on our reproductive cycle as well and our metabolism and a lot of other things not just sleep so uh i definitely think that that's a really important issue that um melatonin that that's on off switch is just turned off because of the blue light that we're we're seeing at night yeah, I've definitely found that I've had to prescribe such higher amounts of certain supplements and basic nutrients and spread out throughout the day because of our exposures. Yeah, it's it is crazy and like I I make this mistake too still myself. Like I I go on my phone before I go to sleep even with knowing everything and then I don't sleep well. I'm like, why didn't I sleep well? And it's like, I get stuck in the repetitive cycle of, I just need to not go on my phone at night. And, you know, when I don't, I do sleep better, but it is, you know, I'm probably addicted and that's why, but just trying to make it real for everyone else. It's, <laughs> it's a hard thing to, to, you know, it's just such a habit now for so many people that it's, it's a hard thing to break unless you really are mindful of it and really focus on that. <laughs> Christine, it sounds like in your practice, um, by 
structuring the supplements throughout the day that you're operating with the body's 24 hour circadian rhythm. And that is so important to support that rhythm because that's the basis for recovery. Uh, of course, our sleep is when our cells recover and our body recovers. So if you're not producing enough um, melatonin in the in the brain, in the back of the eyes with the cryptochrome uh, and serotonin, serotonin um, also among other hormones, of course, signals the body to be asleep or awake and EMS actually directly affect uh, mel uh, serotonin production. So it sounds like you're supporting that 24 hour um, body cycle with your practice. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to your point of this 24 hour clock, when I first started practicing medicine, I was in the Northeast in New York and so many of those people were descendants of people who came from the Mediterranean and went through the industrial revolution. And what were their ancestors doing from only, you know, a hundred hundred years ago, they were working all night, B in C ships. You know, I would ask some of my um, patients at the time, you know, was your great grandfather a factory worker? Was he, you know, up these hours of the night? And they would kind of look at me a little funny and go, yeah, he was actually. And I'll, I would say, well, I see in your genetic chart that your, you know, genes related to your melatonin receptors are expressing this way, et cetera, et cetera. You know, talking about dopamine cycling and serotonin and they kind of look at you going, oh my gosh, it, it, you, know it? <laughs> it, you know this because my great grandfather was a factory worker, but it's just so incredible how something that we think is so simple is going to express three generations later. And voila, this is why, you know, we need the supplementation that we do. And you really have to wonder how what we're exposed to now with this technology, how it's going to affect us, first of all, in 50 years, our children and their children and their children. So it's very just unknown. And we we promote just taking precautions and doing what you can to control your environment, to optimize uh, and reduce exposures to, to the toxins we can control, like EMFs. Yeah, absolutely. I was just up at the biomed center up in Providence talking to some of my colleagues last week and uh, they're lovers of Defender Shield. And I was overhearing them talk about Defender Shield um, and they were, they were talking about light body and just talking about DHA and, you know, it, and they were going into this thing about the industrial revolution. It was a bigger conversation talking about toxicity and the biomed center practices frequency medicine. And they were just talking about how we have to accept that nutraceuticals are a basic, just like organic food is a basic. And we can't live without it at this point because we have had to resort to frequency medicine, you know, PEMF devices, um, blood ozone to clean our blood <laughs> of toxins. So it's, um, I think it's also just changing our beliefs and that's an epigenetic variable as well. We have to come to the point of accepting, um, you know, budget for these nutraceuticals instead of, mm -hmm. I don't know, three bottles of wine on the weekend, buy your Defender Shield <laughs> and your DHA together or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it was a it was a huge discussion and it was so interesting. The 
patients were asking really good questions about it um, because they had little kids and that seemed to be what they were most focused on. So I'm, that was a long-winded way of seeing, uh, I'm seeing people take a multi-generational approach and take it more seriously because now we do have enough research. They are able to look back at their own history and couple it with the research that's become more mainstream and they see the effects they see. Um, if they want to live to 120, like the biohackers say they can, that they have to start mitigating um, on this level. So, you know, in my practice, we talk so much about stress and how it informs the nervous system, both oxidative um, and emotional. And a great deal of what I observe are particular genetic traits that are expressing in response to stress, particularly oxidative and emotional, um, you know, and how we can mitigate it because we need to protect the myelin sheath. So I'm constantly talking about cognitive cerebral health. And, you know, in today's world, the myelin sheath is under far greater threat than it was 20, 30 years ago, evidenced by what we're talking about now. So this mm -hmm. is something that I'm really interested in hearing from, you know, I know the audience is too. What are your findings in this area? And how has light body responded to this? <clears throat> well, I'll start with oxidative stress. So this is when a cell encounters a, any stressor. Um, interestingly, the cell doesn't care what is the stressor. So it could be an EMF, it could be a plastic, it could be um, a pollutant in the air, it could be a cut. So anything that, down to the mitochondria level, the cell is affected by all of these things. And in order, to, we we very closely followed the research of Dr. Navio and cell danger response. Mm -hmm. And so he tells us that the pathway to healing is different than the pathway we got to disease or an injured cell. So on that pathway to healing, there are cell danger response roadblocks along the way. And so by really following closely his research, our idea was to, and no one else was doing this in the supplement industry. And so we knew that we had to do it because no one is <clears throat> actively trying to support the mitochondria strength and repair like our formulations do to remove those roadblocks so that the, the cell can get back to a healthy state. And so that is at the cellular level stress. Um, of, of course, we have emotional stress which stress is part of life. We wouldn't actually be alive if we didn't have some stress. But now we have so many sources of stress that it can be, it, it can get to our body, right? Into a constant state of high cortisol dealing with that stress. And then that depletes <clears throat> um, so many functions in the body. And interesting, you, you brought up the myelin sheath because when we were launching light body before we launched light body when we were preparing to launch light body i was pregnant with my second son and i knew that um i had taken omegas during my first pregnancy but i didn't know about all of the potential negative effects of not great quality omegas at that time so i looked for so all that being said the, the myelin sheath is created very early on in development and the cells need good fats to create the myelin sheath. And we don't know, there's no known uh, ways to 
regenerate any part of the myelin sheath. And we know that the degeneration of that can cause MS and other neurological diseases. So when I looked for a very different omega than I had taken before with my first child, um, I couldn't find anything that had the lowest amount of toxins and a pharmaceutical grade dose of, of the omegas because you need a certain amount of omegas to actually be effective. So out of all the hundreds of possibly thousands of omega brands out there, I couldn't find what I was looking for. So we found the cleanest, purest source um, with sourcing only anchovies uh, off one of the purest waters in the world. Um, and the reason for that is they accumulate the least amount of toxins. So they only live to be a, no more than a year. So we, we harvest them right off of the shore. They have a proprietary uh, cold press distillation processing that they go through. And each step along the way is all in an effort to minimize toxins, uh, maximize bioavailability, bio minimize oxidation, <laughs> minimize oxidation. And so that is really full circle back to the uh, myelin sheath um, and the development that happens so early on. Um, and of course, the myelin sheath also protects the nerves from outside electromagnetic radiation, uh, not radiation, but signals. So that's another interesting tie into what we do just with protecting the entire body from EMFs. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. This is a good time to just jump right into the questions that the audience asked because you're talking about bioavailability. I have such cool citizen scientists that listen to this show. And last year I started asking people to write in questions. I love what everybody always asks. So, um, you know, a lot of companies, they run into soft gel absorption issues, what's in their soft gel binders, excipients, et cetera. And oh my gosh, what you were saying so resonated with me. Because I have such a, up until now, I've had such a difficult time recommending Omega brands because of the toxicity, because you're talking about the, the way you're talking about the harvesting, so on and so forth. And the same exact thing, when I was pregnant, I took what was the safest and cleanest at the time, but it wasn't as safe and clean as it could have been, I guess is what I would say. So the question specifically, um, you know, was... So many nutraceutical companies, they run into issues with their soft soft gel absorption. Um, how do you ensure bioavailability of your supplements? Is it third-party testing? Um, you know, what, so, what do you think about that? Yeah, so for the omegas, um, we do have them all third-party tested. We have them IFOS tested, um, and it ensures the lowest level of contaminants and toxins in in the oil itself um, and the soft gel exterior. And um, we actually had these um, made, the soft gels manufactured uh, up in Canada. And as far as I'm aware, that's the, it's the best way to get, to get an Omega um, for the highest absorption and uh, you know, the highest dosage and 
bioavailability in the body is through is through soft gel. Um, and our soft gel is made with bovine gelatin, glycerin, and purified water. So very, very basic. Um, and then we also included green tea leaf extract and rosemary uh, leaf extract um, just to help help it her. Yeah. And help yeah. it travel better. I love we rosemary. always mm -hmm. use trademark ingredients when available because those have the most research science and studies behind them and we know are going to be the highest quality on the market. So we always choose the best and highest quality ingredients that we can. We never add preservatives. We never add fillers. And we always make sure the dose is appropriate for the, the highest that will match the highest bioavailability um, in the body. So that is one of our main uh, goals with our product line is always the best bioavailability. And you can't say that word many times in a row. That is a tongue. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, that is, that is a must have for us. So each, each and every formulation, uh, you can rest assured that it's optimized for the body to absorb. Yeah. Some things we chose not to have the organic form of because it had lower bioavailability in the body. Sometimes it's, it's reversed, but you know, for a lot of the ingredients in our multivitamin, for instance, um, we, we wanted everything to be the most effective it can be and the most bioavailable in the body without doing like, you know, 12 pills a day. And so that's really what our, our mission is at the end of the day. It's bioavailability and then, um, you know, just effectiveness of the ingredients and making sure they're all targeted at what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, you're trying to have the body work smarter, not harder. And so that's why bioavailability is clearly so important. And I think you made a good point about talking about soft gel delivery. Let's get real here. Most people are not going to have accessibility to <laughs> freshness and purity of oil that's not in a soft gel. To begin with, they yeah. aren't going to take it. Uh, and it'll oxidize. Yes, exactly. And who is keeping track of opening their bottle, how long it stays open, subjecting it to light, air, so on and so forth. So once that bottle is open and you just have the oil unprotected by a soft gel, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, I feel like it's got to be, it's got to be in something. And um, in terms of putting it in something, the soft gel is the most effective for, you know, the oils going into it because, you know, nothing else, nothing else would work. <laughs> yeah. I love rosemary as a natural preservative. It makes so much sense. I think that that is a huge game changer for nutraceutical um, preservation as well. Yeah. Definitely. Another we use the delivery method that is the most bioavailable for the product mix or the ingredient mix. Awesome. So even if it's more fun to eat a gummy sometimes, yeah. um, we're, we're still, we still want gummies. Bioavailable. So we, we haven't, um, we haven't mastered the formulations for those quite yet. Yeah. Um, hopefully in the future because gummies are delicious. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier. Even if it maybe isn't as bioavailable or, you know, you have to take six <laughs> instead. Wow. I'm fine taking six gummies. Yeah, I'll, I'll, take, take, I'll take six gummies. That's fine. I, I, had, I had an idea 
this, you know, don't steal this idea because maybe I'll I'll do it at one point. <laughs> of having like a whole pack of like, you know, Haribo gummies or or something, but like each one is like one is um an, like an omega, one is like a ashwagandha gummy, and like so you get your daily, you know, your daily needs for everything, and just like a of pack of like fifty gummies and. I just think, you know, that'd be much more fun than just like eating a pack of sugar gummies because, you know, I do that too. <laughs> at least if it had some health benefits to it. Like, oh, well, this one's full of zinc. <laughs> well, I taught my daughter how to, well, I didn't teach her. I just cheered her on and she taught herself how to swallow <laughs> soft gels and pills. So, so far, because that's, you know, that's a yeah. trick. I'm, I'm surprised you were able to, I, it took me until high school maybe to swallow those like especially omegas are pretty massive <laughs> i'm not sure what soft gel your daughter was able to swallow here's a little trick so when you help people optimize their vagus nerve tone it helps mm. with being able to swallow I know that sounds so basic after you hear me say it, but it's a huge issue because uh, people's GI tracts are, you know, permeable and mm -hmm. they've got a lot of acid reflux and their probiotic balance is off and it reduces that vagal nerve tone that we all need. So when you optimize vagal nerve tone, probiotics being one of those ways um, that you can swallow a bigger soft gel. I mean, you don't have yeah. that gag reflex or nauseous feeling. So do, yeah, there you go. Educate, add that into your education. Yeah. I'll get that ready for my kids. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, put it on, their, on the website. I love it. This is a really important one. Um, we all know that allopathic medicine has sort of um, usurped or tries to commandeer the integrative wellness space and you know take things as their own but i want to know what you're doing or if it's a goal of light bodies to disseminate research into the allopathic model if that's part of what you're doing a lot of people were asking me about that it comes up a lot for people in this audience i think <clears throat> allopathic medicine has such a long way to go um, to begin to treat the source of problems instead of symptoms. And so we, it would be great if they could, you know, mainstream medicine could adopt some of these uh some of this information for patients and just to bring awareness to the doctors themselves, because the truth is many people, 80% uh, of which are women struggle with um, electromagnetic hypersensitivity as Michelle mentioned earlier on in the interview. Uh, and many people don't know what is wrong with them. And they are told there's nothing wrong with them. They are told they are crazy. They are told they have all sorts of other problems, but and the symptoms will be treated, but the source of the problem, you know, once you find the source of the problem, kind of going back to Dr. Navio's research, like the cell danger response, um, getting back to a place of healing and 
letting the healing cycle commence, you need to remove those triggers. And, you know, for, for many illnesses and for, you know, sensitivities for, you know, EHS and stuff, it's, we have to be able to remove those triggers and find the source of the issue to be able to finish the healing cycle. And right now, um, you know, there's just a lot of treatments for symptoms and that's almost, it's almost making your illness last longer because it's, it's not allowing the body to initiate its own healing pathways. We work with a number of clinics, one of which uh, had a patient that who we've met in person um, who could not function and was wheeled into the clinic. And it's a clinic that uh, helps with EMF uh, sensitivity specifically. And he was so uh, disrupted. He worked in a very high radiation environment with a lot of servers around him. And he got to the point where he could no longer get out of bed. He could not be with his kids. He could not even walk to the next room. He was so depressed and did not know what was wrong with him. So he was able to find this clinic and they were able to get him recovered enough through nutritional uh, methods, through different therapies, through retraining the body um, of how to deal and cope with the environment that he that he's in uh, because the truth is he might not be in the server room anymore but in his home and his mm-hmm. you know in just daily life you're exposed so he made such good progress and it was able to uh it was a culmination of him being able to go on vacation with his family to disney and so we saw that and we know that it's possible and you know, all we can do is try to spread as much awareness as possible about digital wellness and how to support the body in our modern day environment. So we hope it will catch on from the medical mainstream community. But till then, we'll just talk to whoever will listen about it. Oh, I love that. I'll just talk to whoever will listen about it. When I... (laughs) I mean, I've always felt I've always felt that way. When I end up at a party, my husband kind of walks by and goes, "Oh, she's talking about epigenetics again." And <laughs> I know I I was just at a dinner party and I was like, I was with a couple doctors and we had a pretty pretty heated conversation and I was like, "No, I'm like, it's not. It can be different. Things can be different if you just figure figure out the triggers and you know it." It got, it got pretty intense. <laughs> Good. I love it. You gave him something to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when I, uh, back in the day when I was finishing school in San Diego, I had a cool opportunity to work with the military and we worked with some people who'd been on, you know, nuclear subs and, oh my gosh, talk about detoxification, high, high amounts of probiotics and DHA. Just those those two things alone and then help them to be able to absorb minerals and so on and so forth and explaining to them that you know their life's work is what got them to this place there's such a huge mm-hmm. emotional response so i think when you can make 
an emotional connection, no matter who your audience is, uh, that's probably what matters most. Like you said, whoever will listen. Yeah. And well, and I feel like there's also, you know, not, not to talk bad about anything, but there, I think there is a level of gaslighting happening now because EHS isn't a medically recognized illness and it's in not diagnosable country. in it the U.S. Yeah, that's a good the distinction. Countries are a lot more progressive um, and and recognize it, and even you know courts recognize it uh, to to people who are are suing companies for harm because of EMF radiation causing their tumor. You know, so courts courts recognize EHS um, internationally, but in the U.S. it's not, and I I don't think many. You know, many doctors um, or physicians really even think about it. And, you know, when people come in and they're having all of these symptoms that are, you know, could be clearly related to being around digital devices, they're, you know, people are thinking, you know, you're crazy. Like, that's, that's not real. Like, it's not ionizing energy. You know, it's like, there's so, there is still controversy here about it. And, you know, I think it's just the controversy isn't serving anyone. And I think it's, it's just, you know, not taking the precautionary principle um, to heart and people are getting hurt. And it just, it makes me sad that, you know, because because the governments don't want to admit there's a problem that people are going and not feeling good because of something that, you know, they just don't even know could be harming them, even though there's there's a lot of research showing that it can impact the body on a cellular level. So I think that's that's just what I'm passionate about. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, what you say is absolutely profound. And I love that you're passionate about it. It's so important because, you know, there's people like the two of you that need to be willing to have the conversation to begin with. Dan and I joked about, um, you know, some people are into the Oprah effect. We're into the sort of Aaron Brockovich effect and just <laughs> to help, mm-hmm. you know, mitigate the gaslighting. And oh. some people can take a little bit more heat than others and we can show up to the party and have the hard conversations and take it out to those lengths at least they go home with something to think about and maybe wake up and start thinking about and do something about it's hugely yeah. important well we the to so many people just from our time at defender shield um all the people who are affected by ehs and they don't know who to call so they call us they call defender shield customer service to ask what to do and you know we we're very proud to be the trusted advisors in the space um, for EMF protection and solutions, but it's almost it's almost sad that they have to call, you know, an e-commerce company's customer service line to get answers to things that are that are hurting them. And so I think you know that just speaks volumes. In talking to Michelle and I, both literally answered the phones. Mm-hmm. for Defender Shield because we were a startup and we had to wear all the hats. And talking to those people is really part of what um, inspired us to create Lightbody because we knew we could do more to help people. And we knew there was not, the, the answer was not 
already out there in the supplement industry. So we knew we had to create it. And not um, fully out there in the in the shielding that we offer. Right. It's, you know, like the shielding can only do so much. You're and you're only protected while you're using the products, you know? Yeah. Our product defender shield products. Whereas by strengthening the body from within um for a long term basis is more sustainable and will kind of give that extra layer of body resilience um mm -hmm. while also using shielding on the outside but it's more of a long-term sort of overall getting your body um to react to the stressors and the toxins better hopefully long term mm -hmm. it sounds like it's time to start a 501c nonprofit as an educational arm for both companies <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll add that to the to-do list. <laughs> just, just do that. I, I think it's, I mean, even just the little book that, you know, Dan sends out to everybody. I was telling him that I've sent it out to everybody. It's one of the books that I send to all my clients that are new in my private practice. And it just blows people away. And again, it's so, it's such a tangible product. And I think coining the term digital wellness, what the two of you are doing makes it be so practical and tangible. And that's what it just needs to be accepted as is just practical every yeah. day. Another I, I remember I wrote a blog um and I think it was last January of how digital wellness is going to be the the word of the year for 2022. Kind of like willing it to happen. <laughs> I don't think it happened because the conference we were just at a couple of weeks ago, we were still trying to explain to people what it was, but 2023, that's going to be the year for digital wellness. I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> hashtag digital wellness. There you go. If you hashtag it enough, it becomes part of the lexicon, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another audience member asked, we know that tech affects all parts of the physiology are you confident we can truly protect ourselves? Well, obviously, after you've expressed everything that you, you know, you have, we know that you think that. But I wanted to ask you before we close today, any words of wisdom that you want to share with families? Absolutely. I really just want everyone to take their their health and their family's health into their own hands. Don't expect uh, anyone else, doctors, government, um, companies that are out there to have your best interests at heart. So you should be aware of your environment. Um, when it comes to EMFs, be aware of the sources, be aware of the things you can do to mitigate and lessen your exposure. And as a parent, teaching your children from day one that all of the precautionary measures that we should take as adults it applies even more importantly to children because their bodies are still developing and their tissues are more permeable and their brains are rapidly growing. And when cells are multiplying at such a high rate with the exposures of toxins, unfortunately, that can, of course, years and years down the line, um, we don't know what the effects could be long, long, long term. So it's best just to take precautions. Be aware of what you're putting into your bodies, on your bodies, and around your bodies. And teach your kids um, from day one. And Defender Shield is going to be coming out with a children's book yes. early next year. <laughs> so we're very, very excited about that because it's a great story um, and hopefully can speak to kids um, about some of these things and just 
bring awareness to to kids in general. So that's that's what I would just like to to leave leave with, leave your audience with. That's awesome. And for me, um, I just want to say that we're all trying to do our best out here, and you know we're we're trying to help as many people as we can. We we want you guys to help as many people as you can, and really just you know foster a community of help. Um, and we really we really appreciate the holistic health audience um, because they're open to concepts of health that aren't you know taught in textbooks sort of thing and I think you know it's important to remain open and and to just you know keep doing your best like I said I'm still on my phone basically every night but I try to limit my screen time as much as I can during the day even though we work at an office but you know just going outside taking breaks not watching TV right after I get back from work. So it's just like, it's just the little things and just reducing the bees in the room, as Dan would say. (laughs) Let's bring him in. He would say, reduce the bees in your room and, you know, reduce the stressors in your environment, however much you can, but, you know, it's not not something to worry over because that will cause more stress. (laughs) Well, if you're taking precautions every day and you're just out there living your life, then... There isn't a lot of room for worry because you're already doing yeah. all the right things that you need to. Yeah. Is the, the way best you can do is the best. The best you can do is the best. We'll tell everybody how they can find you and reach you and all of that. Well, you can visit our supplement website, lightbodylabs.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and We'll be getting on more of the social media probably. So I'd say for now, Instagram, Facebook's where we're, where we're posting a lot of, you know, helpful tips and information. Um, and then we're also selling our, our supplements on our defendershield.com site. So, um, definitely check us out on there too. If you're, you know, looking for more information about EMF radiation and the effects it can have on the body. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for how inspired you've been in your own lives and to share this research and transform it into a tangible tool that has become what light body is. I'm so excited to keep sharing it with everybody. I just really love and appreciate that you were here today and took this time with us. So thank you. Thank you, thank yeah, you so thank much. You so much. Thank you, it was wonderful to talk with you today. <laughs> well, until next time, enjoy the holidays and we'll talk soon. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.